This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the WOMED. I honestly cannot believe how far we have come in just a few short months. And I say short months, but it's almost like Danny and I started this. Oh my God, did the first episode end it aired in like May? So I mean it's it's been a bit it's been a bit, but it it's been the time has just flown by. Um and it's just been so much fun. Obviously, Danny is not um joining us on this episode or or in this new year right now, but she will be coming in for some like special guest episodes. Um and I just love her to pieces and I'm so proud of her for realizing that she needs to take some time and focus on other things. This episode, I'm speaking with Georgina Villarreal, otherwise known as Nurse Georgie, from her blog and on Instagram. Nurse Georgie is a first-generation college student, and she double majored in health education from San Francisco State, and she also obtained a Spanish degree from Madrid. She completed her master's in nursing from Rush, and she has worked bedside in med surge oncology and then started travel nursing. She has recently made some big changes in her life, and I am so looking forward to getting into all of it. I love a nursepreneur. That is a new word. We are coining it. We've we've talked to some other nurse entrepreneurs, but I think we're going to stick with the word nursepreneur. Y'all can yell at me later if I get that wrong. <laughs> All right, everyone, it is time for the Nursty Energy Moment of the Week, and today's is brought to us by Catherine, and she DM'd me to tell me that a patient's wife, who was a nurse manager before retirement, messaged the dean of my nursing program to tell her how incredible my care was. Best way to start the last stretch of fourth year. That's so awesome. Hold on to that, because I'm going to tell you right now, there are going to be some days that are going to be tough, you know, as with everything in the nursing field. But it's really important to hang on to those good moments and kind of put them in like a good moment bank so that you can go back on them if you have a bad day or like a really tough day and cling to that. Because if you ever doubt yourself, just remember a nurse manager reached out to your dean to tell them that you're a badass. Congratulations. All right. A huge WOMED welcome to Georgina Villarreal, otherwise known as Nurse Georgie. She's what I like to call a goal getter, which also works because she is a soccer player too. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, but you have worked bedside in oncology, you've travel nursed and blogged, and now you're a nursepreneur. And I hope I'm saying that right. Everyone's like entrepreneur, entrepreneur. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go with nursepreneur. Um, I also can't wait to talk about um, all these different like campaigns and things that you've worked with um, beyond the bedside. She can be both. I'm just so excited to learn everything about you. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be on the WOMED podcast. Yay! So, yeah, I'm excited for our combo today. It's going to be great. So we, um, I keep saying we, it's going to be a hard transition, Danny. I know we you're listening. You, <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, so one thing um, 
what we always like to start with, and I'm going to keep starting with, is education, because that's what we get so many questions about. Um, a lot of nursing students um, and, and docs and stuff, too, they're like wanting to know everybody's career path. So mm-hmm. you um, are a first-time college student. So why don't you just kind of walk me through your whole career path? Yeah, of course. So I have really young parents. Uh, my mom had me at 19. Mm-hmm. And her and my dad separated when I was four. And then my mom met my stepdad who raised me. And my whole life, they just had always said, we really want you to go to college, you have to go to college, so you can have a better yeah. life than we did, because they worked uh, really hard their whole lives, both entrepreneurs, both owned their own business, they were in like automotive rims, mm-hmm. um, kind of like the fast cars when Fast and the Furious came out. Yeah, um, but I always saw my parents work super, super hard. And uh, so I just knew that I had to go to college. <laughs> um, yeah, I ended up going to San Francisco State University. I'm, I'm from Los Angeles area. So I wanted to go kind of far enough to where I wouldn't have to be at home, but like close enough Same. to where I can like, come home <laughs> for the holidays. <laughs> yeah. So I went to San Francisco State. Uh, beautiful place. Super mm-hmm. diverse. I learned a lot of my like community involvement like culture and diversity like in San Francisco and there's just so much culture over there and I wanted I didn't know or like get that feeling of like wanting to do nursing until I was 17 Mm -hmm. that's when my great-grandma had passed away with leukemia and I spent a lot of time with her First time Mm -hmm. I had ever been into a hospital was when I was 17, like when my great grandma was passing. Oh, wow. And so I just remember like right before she passed away, I told her, I just like said it out loud. I was like, grandma, I'm going to be a nurse. (laughs) I loved her nurse. I was like holding her hand. I was like, grandma, I'm going to be a nurse. And like during that time, I was kind of getting in trouble in like high school too. Like I was Mm -hmm. going to detention a lot. I was (laughs) a, a rebel. Um, and I knew I wanted to go to college, but I was really focused on like social, like I was a soccer player. I had mm-hmm. a lot of friends. I was a social butterfly. Um, yeah. and yeah, after that, I had moved to San Francisco right after my grandma had passed. I moved to San Francisco and I was there for five years. Uh, I ended up studying abroad in Spain in Madrid for a year. That's amazing. Yeah, I realized that I couldn't do pre-nursing right away that uh, Mm -hmm. in order to study abroad in Spain, which is something I really wanted to do, I had to change my major. So I ended up changing my major to health education with an emphasis in community on public health. Yeah. And um, yeah, I loved, loved, loved that major. I spent a lot of time like in the city and like rural areas in minority Mm -hmm. Um, communities, uh, really working on my Spanish. I ended up mm-hmm. studying abroad and learning Spanish uh, just because my my parent, my mom is second generation Mexican yeah. and my dad is Colombian. So we have like a Mexican Colombian household and we didn't speak Spanish in the house. Um, and mm. so I had to, when I, when I went to Spain, I learned Spanish. That's where I told myself that I, that I really learned Spanish. And so oh, I, wow. yeah, I, I came back, I think, my my senior year of college and then mm-hmm. I graduated my I call it my super senior year the fifth year at SF State <laughs> and I double majored it. so I, I double majored in Spanish and health education and then it was around that time that I had applied uh, for the entry-level master's in nursing which is actually really popular now yeah I was so 
I was like, I, when I was reading through your profile and stuff, I was confused. I was like, okay, so when did, when did nursing actually come into play? Like, how did you, um, like, I, I didn't know that you could even do that as a career pathway, like, like just start like a master's in nursing. So like, that's, that's amazing. So can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah. So I think a lot of people were getting double bachelors in nursing. They were getting a bachelors in a field other than nursing, like bio Mm -hmm. or um, even in the arts. And then they Mm -hmm. realized that they wanted to do nursing. So in order um, to kind of change that where people weren't getting double bachelors, they started the entry level program. So to get admitted into the entry level master's program, you cannot have a bachelor's in nursing you have to have like a degree in another field other than nursing so Mm -hmm. since mine was in health education I was able to do that program and it's usually a two-year program okay and I had got accepted to USF in San Francisco and Chicago and I had that itch to like move again you know Mm -hmm. and travel yeah just travel I love travel Mm -hmm. one of my goals was to be a travel nurse eventually yeah, and uh, I went to San Fran- I went I went to Chicago, and I loved Chicago. Super yeah. super cold because I'm a Cali girl, but I mean, yeah, yeah, huge city, beautiful city, awesome people, awesome food. I got mm-hmm. a scholarship when I came to Chicago, not full ride, but almost. So it was a yeah really big reason to to come out here, and I'm actually oh, living yeah. here now. So. <laughs> well, nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so then, are you a Bears fan? <laughs> My boyfriend's trying to make me a Bears fan. Uh, I don't want you to be a Bears fan because I'm from Wisconsin originally, so go pack. But but you can like whoever you want. Um, So I'm really curious about this like master's program. How like, do you just, do they just like throw you into clinicals right away? Or do you have to like redo like anatomy and biz and like micro and like pharma pharmacy mm-hmm. and stuff or yeah no so pharmacology pharmacy if I remember like over 17 units a semester like mm-hmm. I had to do my pre-nursing recs while I was doing my double major so I was wow. I was taking like six classes every every term I completed all my pre-nursing recs so that when I started my nursing program I had all mm-hmm. of my recs done and so the first day of nursing school, you go to clinic. It's insane. oh my goodness, it's so great. What was that like for you? I was terrified. Um, <laughs> well, that's that's across the board. I was terrified for my first clinical too. <laughs> I was excited because it was such a mm-hmm. long journey. Like I, yeah, I mean, six or seven years in college, you know. Well, yeah, five, I guess five years in college, and then to start my my grad program but mm-hmm. I was excited and I try not to be scared like I try not to let fear get the best of me so I exchange yeah. that those nerves with like ex- like just being excited and goofy sometimes so I love I was, that yeah I was super <laughs> excited for for um, my first day in clinic but yeah and it's it's like you know your med surge rotation mm-hmm. um, I mean the most they have you doing is like glucose checks that that term but I mean you are introduced yeah. to pharmacology and all those harder all those hard classes so I mean I had my head in the books because I for me like my sister she's three years younger than me she's like Mm -hmm. I like to say she's naturally smart like she doesn't have to study as long as I do but I oh yeah when nursing school started I was like okay Georgie time to buckle down like Mm -hmm. gotta get serious now so I spent a lot of time in the library (laughs) 
Yeah. No, I always had a really hard time with, um, with school and stuff too. Like I did well in it, but I had to work really hard and had like a really great group of like friends and we'd make up stupid like games and acronyms to remember things. And like, that was, that got me through nursing school. (laughs) Um, so you went straight to med surge oncology. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and how long did you work in that? I worked in MedSurge Onc for two years. It was kind of full circle because that hospital that my great grandma passed away in with leukemia, mm-hmm. it was actually where my first job was. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I really wanted, I'm like a go-getter. I really wanted mm-hmm. to work at UCLA. Like I actually moved from Chicago just so I can like apply to UCLA. Yeah. But I did not get into the UCLA new grad program and I was like mm-hmm. heartbroken but mm. I had a, a coat, like a family friend who had worked at the hospital uh, mm-hmm. that I worked at for the last two years, yeah. which is in LA County. And they reached out to me. They're like, Georgia, we'd love to have you like come. And I go, you know what? That would be really amazing. Like to work at the hospital that actually inspired me to go into nursing. And oh my gosh, I loved it. It was med surge oncology. I had the best like coworkers there. I learned so much. It was a community hospital. So it wasn't like a huge Mm -hmm. facility with a lot of resources. So I really honed down on my skills there. My independence, um, a lot of good, like interprofessional collaboration working in a Mm -hmm. community hospital. So I have some crazy stories, but I I actually really (laughs) loved working there. And I was waiting for my two years to hit so I can apply uh, to do travel nursing because that is one of the requirements for travel. You most travel agencies want you to be in your field for like minimum two years, some like a year and a half, but most travel recruiters that I had talked to said two years is better. Two years is better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did a, um, I tried out travel nursing. It was, it did not end up being like a good fit for me (sighs) because I didn't like being away from my family and, and stuff. But I think now, I'd be more apt to do it, but, um, but yeah, I was like every, like everyone wanted like two years NICU experience, but then I had trouble getting, um, my first assignment because I didn't have any travel experience. I ended up having like two and a half, almost three years NICU, but I didn't have travel experience. So was that a problem that you faced at all? Like getting your first travel assignment? No, not at all. I actually, nice had an amazing recruiter and I told her, just get me a job at Northwestern. I just want a job at Northwestern. Yeah. <laughs> it's in downtown <laughs> Chicago, beautiful facility. Just get me a yeah. job at Northwestern. And I mean, I hopped on like a 10 minute phone call with mm-hmm. the like charge nurse or case manager at, yeah. at yeah. Northwestern. And I was like, oh, I got it. I got it. Like after that phone call, I was like, I got it. And I did get it. So that's I awesome. Mean, travel, finding my travel assignment was, I would say, very easy things to yeah my recruiter <laughs> it's important to have a really good recruiter yeah Ke- kelly yeah. johnson from uh, miss california she actually hooked me up with my recruiter so oh nice yeah <laughs> okay so was there was there ever like a moment for you that just really made you want to pursue travel nursing or is it just you just have this big love for travel I have a huge love for travel. I didn't Mm -hmm. get to travel too much with my family. Mm -hmm. They worked a lot. Um, Yeah. And my 
just being the owner of a business, you don't really have that freedom of vacation yeah. time. And so yeah. there was a lot of, I feel like, promised Hawaii trips that like never yeah. happened. But my parents are amazing. Like we went camping, we went to the mountains, we went to the beach. Like we did all those things every year, all year round. California is an amazing place to do all those things. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. And I just, I had that, those like dreams of like going to Spain, going to Rome, mm-hmm. going to Germany, going to Asia, and yeah. just traveling the world. That was just like, some people have that, that travel bug itch. And I feel like some people are just super content with being like home grounded, Mm -hmm. comfortable. And I'm just always throwing myself in these crazy, just like environments. And I truly feel that you learn the most about yourself when you are by yourself or just, you know, in a change of scene with different people, different cultures. And you learn about yourself, you learn about other people. So yeah, it makes you actually a better rounded person as well. So travel nursing was something I was scared of, but it ended mm-hmm. up working out perfectly. Uh, the That's fact so that I, good. Yeah, I came to Chicago. Yeah. Um I think that's so important just to throw yourself into those like really uncomfortable environments because that's really where people like you test yourself and you you realize what you're capable of. Um, and it's just such a, man, I, I love personal growth and I love like challenging myself for that. So yeah, I, I, I love to travel and sometimes like, I just like to take like my own path when I travel, even if I'm with a group, I'm like, no, nah, I really want to go do this. I'm going to do this on my own and I'll catch up with you all later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I feel like, especially traveling for like work or school, Like, at least for me, in regards to school, it kept me away from my distractions that, like, might have been at home. And every time, like, I moved to San Francisco, I was able to just fully immerse myself in, like, the school activities. Like, I was president of a cross-cultural club. And then when I came to Chicago, I started an organization on campus. And I had Mm -hmm. that, like, time and freedom to do those things because I didn't have distractions. All right, guys, I'm going to take a real quick second here. You guys might remember my girl, Katie Duke, from episodes 14 and 15 of The WOMED. She has started her own podcast. It's called Bad Decisions. You can say fuck a lot. Fuck, 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 you fucking fuckers. (laughs) Well, there you have it. But she talks about all things, bad decisions, life goals, all this cool shit. Go listen on all podcast platforms. New episodes drop every Tuesday. Listen when you're coming home from work. Listen on your way to work. They're awesome, awesome episodes. You can also listen when you're taking a poop or that. What advice do you have for uh, nurses considering doing travel nursing? Um, I get this question a lot. And for travel nursing, like you definitely... I like going to the unit, like smiling, introducing myself to everyone, Mm -hmm. like being that person that's super helpful from the get-go in day one, because I think that a lot of people, like units who see a lot of travel nursing, like Mm -hmm. just imagine the staff nurses there having to like teach them, like teach the new travel nurses all the time, like where the supplies are, like who the doctors are, how do I do this? So you kind of feel bad at the same time, but. I always like try to be super friendly and try not Mm -hmm. to ask like the same person for like 
the same things all the time. And yeah, um, yeah I think depending on your priorities, like some people want to do a travel assignment and like enjoy the city and make new friends. And then other people, mm-hmm. maybe if they're like entrepreneurs or they like have a loved one that they just want to spend all their time with, they're doing that. So depending on your priorities, but as, as far as like being at work, like I just like to be that like friendly person and that helpful person. Like I think the first week I was already helping people like uh, put in NG tubes and like do their IVs. And then after that first week, everyone was like, we like Georgie. Like she's super helpful. Yeah. Yeah. So, it definitely helps to have that personality on mm-hmm. a unit too. Yeah. Um, Cause I've, I've worked with, I've been, I'm on my old unit. I was one of the charge nurses and we've had a lot of travel nurses and stuff come through and just like knowing that it's hard to step into a new unit mm-hmm. and I felt like that was something I could take from like my time travel nursing. Cause I wasn't, I was just like thrown into it. You know, it wasn't, um, I mean, there's, there's no one holding your hand, but like people also are like, okay, well you're the travel nurse. We'll just give her the assignment that no one else wants. Oh, I know. That's the same <laughs> thing. So, um, well, and then you also like, don't know everyone's skill sets either. So like I always made it a point whenever I was on charge to try and figure out, I was like, okay, these are a list of travelers. Let's see what their skill sets are and like what types of patients they like taking care of. But like also taking that step to go and be like, okay, are you doing okay? Like, do you need help? Do you need some, like a refresher of the unit? Like know where everything is. And so, yeah, I, I totally feel for all the travel nurses out there. (laughs) My first assignment was not a great one. (laughs) I got two days of orientation and then I was by myself full load. I'm like, all right, I got this. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, What would you say is your favorite part about travel nursing? My favorite part about travel nursing, I guess the variety, like I was on my unit for 13 weeks and then they had asked me if I wanted to stay, but I was Mm -hmm. almost excited to like, I was kind of asking myself, like, what's next? Like, where to next? You know, like, that's what I love about travel. Like, you're you're not stuck in, like, one place. Mm -hmm. You have the flexibility to move around. Like, maybe I want to do clinic now. Maybe I want to do infusion Mm -hmm. nursing. Maybe, you know, I I love that. I love the flexibility with with being a nurse. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's talk about this, like, big new change that you have made you've decided to step away from the bedside yeah and like you're full-time pursuing doing the nursepreneur thing you're working with um holly blue holly blue yeah yes <laughs> is that right um, what what is holly blue yeah so holly blue is a nurse app it's exclusive to nurses it's free it's a secure app and essentially it's like a management tool so you can mm-hmm. keep track of your assignments uh it's like an organizational tool so you can keep track of your certi- your certs and your ceus and then mm-hmm. it's essentially like a linkedin for nurses so you can find like local jobs and and network so is that like when you say manage your assignments, is that like a daily like report tool you can use at your, at what hospital you're working at? Or you mean like manage your travel nursing assignments? So to manage your assignments that you accept through the Holly Blue app. Okay. Yeah. So 
nurse, for example, we all know nurse grid, which is like a great calendar app to Mm -hmm. um, share your calendars with like nurses. But as far as our app, you would have a calendar that would show like your assignments through the Holly blue, through the Holly blue app. So if I'm like a nurse and what's cool is like, we're saying that it's a great tool to find like side gigs or side hustles, because let's say I'm Mm -hmm. a nurse, but I want to pick like a four hour uh, infusion or drip therapy shift. We have a lot of drip yeah. therapy on the app. So you can go through our app and you can sign up for like a four hour infusion or like vitamin mm-hmm. infusion. Um, yeah. you know, make a few hundred bucks and then call it a day. You only worked for three, for three hours. That's amazing. Yeah. So, uh, our family, we all have side hustles. <laughs> yeah. And that's, yeah. nurses love side hustles right now. And mm-hmm. I think we also kind of need them to survive though, too, because, <laughs> I mean, depending on where you work, like nurses just don't make that much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, we work three twelve, so I always say like we're the perfect entrepreneurs as well. Like we, yeah, we kind of. If you don't have a full time family, you kind of have time to like start something else. And mm-hmm. especially for the nurses that are really burnt out at the bedside, they can kind of get a taste of like what private duty nursing is, or concierge nursing, or just all these yeah. different types of nursing. I think the yeah. app is going to be really wonderful. That wonderful for that and we're actually in beta right now so it's a a Mm -hmm. really new app and I'm just really excited to like be in the beginning of this like what I call like a long like three to five year journey with the app like I'm so passionate about I believe in the founder so much she's also a registered nurse that worked at Mm -hmm. pediatric oncology at the children's hospital in LA oh wow yeah she worked bedside for a long time and then realized that there was a lot of politics in the hospital and a lot of things Mm -hmm. that that she wanted to change and her like vision grew beyond the bedside as well and Mm -hmm. she just yeah she went for it that's so awesome Mm -hmm. I just I love hearing all these stories and I really hope they empower other women in in the medical field to just like you don't just have to be one thing you know like if you have a dream to like change something else in the medical field or you want to do more than just bedside nursing you know like there's so many just different avenues I mean like I you can do travel nursing there's like you can be a a medic on like tv sets yeah you know like you could I have done all of those things (laughs) it's like there's there's just so many different things that you can that you can do you can be both she is okay so is that the the she can be both yeah. campaign like where did tell me about that yeah because that's one thing I've always people are always like oh my god okay you're a nurse though like why are you modeling like why are you doing this like you're just a nurse I was like why who's putting me in this box in this box like I'm not in a box like I can we can do whatever we want yes I um was super I, I mean that's definitely my favorite campaign um, that I started. Did you come up with that? I did. Yeah. And it was oh, actually, girl, it was speaking actually, my language. <laughs> it was actually during a round table with two of my girlfriends who are nurses and we were just mm-hmm. having nurse chat. Um, and we were talking about that. We were talking about how I think on, on social or like in conversations, how people always want to put you in a box, you know, like mm-hmm. women are so dichotomous and we're so, we do so many things. And I was inspired by like moms doing the hustle. Like they were moms, they were nurses, they were businesswomen, they were wives, yeah. like just doing everything. And um, 
I just had said it. I was like, dude, we can do both. She could be, she could be both. And I was like, yeah, that's an awesome hashtag. And I even told them like, cause we had like a few cocktails too. I was like, I'm going to start this campaign. Okay. And I'm going to post you guys, send me your like hottest. And one of the girls that I was talking to was an actual model. And so I was like, yeah. send me your sexiest photo. Like I'm going to put them side by side and I'm going to yeah. show that we could be both. And exactly. it blew up in like four or five days. And I, I would say I have a good Instagram tribe where like mm-hmm. we are just always supporting each other and sharing each other's yeah. posts and, and being each other's cheerleaders. But I mean, in like four or five days, that thing blew up and we had like 30,000 people like using the hashtag. And I was like, that's oh, incredible. So much that, like, I was at work and I was trying to keep up with everything. And I was like, <laughs> wait, guys. <laughs> And yeah, it was, it was amazing. And, um, so, so, so inspirational people. My favorite part was that people were tagging, but they were writing their stories about how much it meant that this was being accepted and that they really feel that they are just more than their profession. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there were so many amazing people doing amazing things. So um, you can still, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say, let's let's resurge that. Let's um, <laughs> when when this episode comes out, we're we're gonna do a whole. She can be both. We're yeah. gonna get. We're gonna make another wave of it. We yeah. So I I try. You know, work gets so busy, and we had talked about like putting your hands in so many different things, and so I had mm-hmm. made an Instagram for it. But now that I'm like full time entrepreneur, I have the time to like trademark it and start an actual um yeah like, community and business out of it which I'm really excited to do because it's so important to me and yeah um, I still like till this day get people saying like that was such an awesome campaign like you should do more with it and I'm like I definitely mm-hmm. want to but yeah it's all a process <laughs> yeah no I definitely feel you on that <laughs> but it just I read that and I was like oh my gosh I wonder if she's I feel like she's speaking to me with that <laughs> campaign. <laughs> yeah, to so many, so many of us. We don't, we don't want to be put in a box. We, we love, no. feeling, you know, and it's inspirational because you, you think that you can't do things and then mm-hmm. you totally can. You totally 100%. And, and it's one thing that like, I used to get a lot of hate for on Instagram. And even after the bachelor, they're like, oh, she went on the bachelor she's not a nurse anymore I was like uh excuse me I went right back to the fucking bedside okay like because I I had to (laughs) okay that's Um, you shouldn't even feel like you had to but if you want to like it's but like I also wanted to you know because it's something I identified so much with so it's like why are we telling people or and women specifically that you can only do one thing like when we are so capable of doing so many different things and and life is so short. Like, yeah. why, why would you want to do just one thing? Like that leads to complacency, you know? And, and if you, man, if you want to start an ice cream shop because you love ice cream, go <laughs> ahead and do that. You could be like, this ice cream shop is only open from like 11 p.m. to nine o'clock in the morning because this is specifically for when (laughs) women get off of work or they're awake all night because they work night shift you know like you can do whatever you want and yeah it's we just can we contain multitudes I'm uh, I'm on a tangent but like (laughs) if I love it 
but like life really is too short to like live knowing, man, I wish I would have tried that out when I had the chance. Mm -hmm. I wish I would have taken that opportunity, you know? So it's like more people just need to say yes to opportunities and stop griping on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) That's like my motto. Like, yes, you can. And like, just yes, 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 you can. Like, but don't overcommit. But I mean, I, I believe and I truly believe in like positive affirmations, like telling Mm -hmm. yourself, you know, you can do it. And like so many times, like I wake up and I'm like, I got this, I got this. And maybe sometimes I, I'm terrified, but I'm like, I could do this. And so exactly. I've done things that I didn't even know I could do, but you know, mm-hmm. and I did it. And it's just cause I yeah. said yes without being fully ready, but I yeah. mean, with experience, with opportunity brings experience too as well. Yes. So love it. Makes me so happy. Um, so when did you start your start your blog and like really start leaning on Instagram as as a as a platform for change? Definitely. So after I'm trying to think, it was right after NCLEX. <laughs> I was heading for yep. NCLEX, and I'm like, I'm not gonna. I felt that I could not make Nurse Georgie until I was a licensed nurse. So yes. that was my reward. <laughs> I waited so, but you, until, had, you had thought about it. Yeah, for, I waited yeah. until I passed NCLEX. And I was so happy. Mm-hmm. I had that like three-month gap between passing NCLEX and like starting my first job. And I was like, this is mm-hmm. the perfect opportunity to like start my platform. I originally... Yeah. I think my name was like originally going to be Latina Nurse Georgie because I was so passionate about like the Latino community in nursing. Yeah. Still like the lowest minority in nursing. Under 7% of all nurses are are Latinos. It's insane. And if you have your master's, which I do, it's 4%. Oh my goodness. Educated are Latinos. So, yeah. um, But I realized, especially in my like diversity and inclusion organization at at Rush Mm -hmm. in Chicago, that um, you could still market to everybody and, and be inclusive yeah. and, and it doesn't just have to be a Latino page. So, and mm-hmm. yeah, I started Nurse Georgie and it was mostly just to have a voice. And also I was following really inspirational people at that time on my personal page. Like you yeah. had Nurse Mo, you had- the, She's amazing. The Duke, we got to speak with her. Yeah. Uh, you had Nurse Mendoza. Mm-hmm. and Mike from Simple Nursing, like those four accounts were super, super inspirational for me. And I always yeah. saw that they were like chasing their dreams, designing their own life. They mm-hmm. had this huge following. They had this like overwhelming sense of like confidence and just like speaking to you. And I was yeah. like, yeah, they really spoke to me. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. And so I, I was super, I would say that I'm a super resourceful person. Like my mm-hmm. parents didn't go to college, so I always had to like yeah. find my mentors. And yeah. that's kind of when Instagram didn't really have a lot of like healthcare pages. I feel like now yeah. people are like, making a page specifically for like their profession. Mm-hmm. So this was like a little bit over a couple of years ago. And um, yeah, I, I started my page and it turns out I was pretty good at it. Like I yeah. uh, kind of like from the get-go, what I did was one of the first things that I did was uh, go to a Cherokee uniforms event that nurse Mo was hosting. I think like mm-hmm. two months into my account and I met nurse yeah. Mo and she was so fun. She's so, she's super she's, short. I know I haven't met her in person, but we got to speak with her and I'm like, 
I didn't know that you were that short. She's like, well, I have everybody shoot me from below. So like, I look really tall. I was like, girl, do it. I love her. Cause her personality is like so much bigger than life, you know? So you oh, her, yeah. and she was adorable. And, and I just want to sit in a meditation circle with her. Yeah. And I think, I think that'd be great. <laughs> I mean, I am such a fan of social, you know, I met all these people that I just told you, I met them mm-hmm. within a year. I met, yeah. I met Mo, Katie Duke, Men- mm-hmm. Nurse Mendoza and Mike. They, I yeah. reached out to all of them. They were all had open arms. And like, if yeah. you, and a lot of these like influencers, um, they host events and they host events mm-hmm. to meet and greet you. And so that's where I yes. went. Like I went to the events, I met them, we connected and mm-hmm. with all of them, like we ended up doing collaborations. Like I would have never met Kara Lunsford, the founder of Holly Blue, if I hadn't went to a Nurse Mo event and Nurse yeah. Mo a year later had invited me to speak at one of her events. That's so great. So, and Kara found me um, online. So she mm-hmm. said she was like stalking me on social media. So I didn't even know she was. That's awesome. She was following me on social. And then she mm-hmm. went to like two events that I hosted that month. She went to those mm-hmm. two events. And um, yeah, it's, re- it's really awesome. At Nurse Mo's event, she had asked me questions like on community. And she kind of like yeah. raised her hand. And I had seen her face, but like hadn't really developed a relationship with her yet. And I, mm-hmm. she was asking like, what does community mean to you? Like, how do you build your community on social media? Like, how do you yeah. grow your following? She was kind of like interviewing me for this position. And I didn't even oh, know. Oh, wild. And yeah, um, yeah it, it was amazing. And um, that's what I'm saying. Like all these things are like a part of the story, you know? Yeah. And it's yeah. all because of nursing. Like nursing gave me this opportunity. That's what I that's what I hope is like the biggest takeaway from this episode is that you can literally do anything with a nursing career. It will introduce you to so many different people. It is such a tribe of incredible hearts. I mean like men, women, like every like it doesn't nursing doesn't discriminate. It's just everyone's end goal is to take care of each other, but they will go to bat for you. Yeah. And we're so passionate. And like, even Mm -hmm. in school, they teach you like, as a nurse, you are the advocate, you are the teacher, you are Mm -hmm. the caretaker, you know, you are the like clinic clinically wise, you know, you're the educator, like so many things. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you learn time management, you learn people. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. You and how to relate to them, how to talk to them. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of crazy that I'm kind of turning into this like businesswoman now and this like marketing guru. But it's but not crazy. <laughs> yeah. Because you've, you've learned, we, you learn how to do everything in nursing school and, yep. and it's like, yeah, I don't think that's crazy at all. I think it's like the natural progression almost now for mm-hmm. nurses. Definitely. Yeah. And like, that's nothing like I never wanted to go back to school, um, for like a nurse practitioners, um, CRNA. I never wanted to go back for my master's. I was like, no, I really love being at the bedside. I like being a resource, but you know, like you, you reach different stages in your life and you're like, you know what, I'm going to try something more, but it doesn't necessarily have Mm -hmm. to be going back to school, you know? Like you can, there's just so many different avenues that you can play around with in nursing. 
Definitely. Definitely, definitely. Yep, I won't be going back to school. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you have enough degrees <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I have enough degrees and enough debt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. But yeah, I just, I mean, so, so many things that I've learned in, in these last, and I can't believe it's only been two and a half years of nursing. I've just grown so much in these two and a half years. Yeah. And in so many ways. And I've like dipped my fingers in so many different, like even network marketing and and so Mm -hmm. many different things. And, um, and I love it. And that's why I say nurses are the perfect entrepreneurs. (laughs) They really are. Um, so I also wanted to start this new little segment called everything is pulsable. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I am curious, like, what do you still hope to accomplish, like, on this new career path? On this new career path, I I honestly want to be that nurse that people can go to and mm-hmm. me help them find, like, me help them navigate or give them tools to help them, like, live their their dream or, like, uh, help them pursue their career. So like with Holly blue, like my whole goal is that like a nurse entrepreneur will come to the platform or a nurse who's looking like for a mentor or an event or a job mm-hmm. can come to the platform. Like we can provide everything. Like it'll be a one-stop shop for nurses. Like I yeah. want to ultimately help create that app for nurses and just build this like amazing community where, you know, mm-hmm. there's over 3 million nurses in the U S so like every nurse could come to our, to our app and like, find a tool, find an event, find mm-hmm. something of use like for them. Like that's what I want Holly Blue to be. And, and I want, that's going to be like my mission, like the next three to five years that like I help do that. I yeah. help create that like platform and that tool and that app for nurses to like find whatever they need. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. You're so inspirational. <laughs> this makes me very happy. Um, what is on your bucket list? Like it doesn't have to be nursing related, but like the tip top of your bucket list. The tip, the tip, the tip. tip. (laughs) Just the tip. That's all the tip. That's all the top of my bucket list. Hmm. I've been wanting to travel again. My Mm -hmm. boyfriend and I were talking about going to Japan. I really want to go back to Asia. I love Thailand and we Mm -hmm. were supposed to go to Japan, but we didn't. Japan's beautiful. Yeah, we spent a lot of time in Thailand. But yeah, probably travel. I'll always have, uh, I'll definitely always have that travel bug. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, one of like, my biggest goals in my life is just to be able to like work really hard and like buy my parents a house. I really want to like get them a house. Yeah. That's like my goal. And, my That's life. <laughs> so like I always have that in the back of my mind and then like on my free time I like to go home because I moved to Chicago but mm-hmm. uh, travel I'll always want to go travel um, yeah yeah I love that um if you were um if you were <laughs> calling the shots shall we say <laughs> uh, sorry we're, we're big on puns here um <laughs> What would you change about the medical field? Ooh, uh, the politics. I didn't like the Mm -hmm. politics. Like just were, I felt, especially on med surge, you have five patients and you are 
it is a long, long, long day juggling five yeah. patients, and you are most of the time understaffed. Mm-hmm. Um, I I had a lot of struggle with like being with a patient who I felt really needed me, but my beeper going off like a hundred times and he's saying, sorry, pause your conversation on a heart to heart, but I have to like go run because this patient and who like maybe wasn't like emergency. Most of the time it's not, you know? No, it's like, can you get me um, a can of soup? (laughs) (laughs) Or my, I did not order this for lunch. That's like my favorite. I did not. Oh Lord. (laughs) Um, or like even the IV, like, oh, you know, my IV was, was beeping, but I have four other coworkers who are just as busy as me and no one can go in and, you know, press restart on the IV machine, yeah. you know? So, yeah. um, just feeling that we were overworked in, in quotes, like overworked and understaffed, like that's something that I yeah. won't, that I won't really miss about, about bedside. I, I really wish that they would like adequately staff nurses. And I feel like mm-hmm. if they did, we would have a lot less burnout and a lot less people leaving yeah. the bedside. So like all in all, just better working conditions. Like nurses will mm-hmm. love what they do, which is why they go into the profession. But I feel yeah. like nurses leave the profession because they and don't And they're feel, leaving it earlier yeah, and earlier. Heard. They mm-hmm. are just working under these conditions where they're just exhausted after every shift. And it's mostly mm-hmm. due to either like having... Uh, like maybe a manager that's like they don't feel supportive of their unit and like listening Mm -hmm. to like their concerns and their needs Um, they just don't have the like there's so many times where like we didn't have even techs on the unit and we had a bunch of primaries so now we're doing two jobs sometimes you're doing three jobs if you have to do the respiratory treatments and also mm-hmm. you're the transport team. Now you have four jobs. And it's just like, yeah. I don't have time to do all these things. Let yeah, alone creating a-, a better division of care. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I feel like that's why nurses leave the bedside. Some last two years like me mm-hmm. <laughs> and others last 10. And 12. Some last longer. But <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I definitely, there is, I mean, before Holly Blue, I had seen myself going to ER I felt like mm-hmm. ER was going to be a good good unit for me or yeah um just going into like clinical instructor because like I said I did mm-hmm. health education so I love teaching and I catch myself like, yeah to like spend time teaching a lot with my patients mm-hmm. and so I might I might like go into teaching. maybe that could be a segment on Holly Blue yeah you could have like a teaching segment we're gonna have so we're gonna have like a YouTube channel where you can come like learn like my job is to help create the social aspect because we don't have social on Hollywood yet, but mm-hmm. we definitely will. So that's so awesome. Yeah. Well, Georgie, I am so excited just to continue to watch your career grow. Um, and you just grow in this space because you've, you've definitely have like the heart and mind and spirit for it. And I'm just really excited to see where you take all of this. Oh, thanks, Danny. Awesome. Yeah. I love my nurses. I love nurses, supporting nurses, nursing, inspiring nurses. I We are a special breed and um, For I sure. definitely like, will never leave this space because I love nurses and um, yeah, healthcare professionals in general. It's, it's awesome. Awesome. Well, I love that. Um, well, yeah, I think, I think that's all the questions that I had for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, tell, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Great. You can find me at nurse Georgie, nurse.georgie on Instagram and nursegeorgie.com for my website. And yeah, I'll always reply. So just shoot me a DM or you can email me, contact me through the website. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. <laughs> bye. Okay. Bye. Wow. What I'm really loving about this episode and and podcast in general is that so many women don't just describe themselves as one thing. And I really love how Nurse Georgie really shows us how to live outside the box. I think a lot of y'all will relate to this. She's a great resource for questions on travel nursing. If you like what you're hearing, please feel free to leave a rating review us. Uh, We'll have another episode for you next week. And in the meantime, please DM me with any topics you'd like me to discuss or people you'd like me to try and reach out to to bring on the pod. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at The WOMED, or you can follow my personal account at DM Maltby. This has been another awesome, empowering episode of The WOMED. WOMED out.